This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Saturday, May 27th, 2017. I'm Caleb Brown. As you go for that long drive this weekend, think about the power and efficiency of your car. CAFE standards are a political answer to the strong desire to avoid taxing gasoline excessively. So what are the less appreciated effects of CAFE standards versus gas taxes? Peter Van Doren, editor of Regulation Magazine, explains. Let's go back. Uh, the origin of CAFE standards is with the, uh, the first energy shock in the 70s. Um, in 1973, right, gasoline prices went from 30-something a gallon to 50 cents a gallon, and the world thought we thought the world was ending. And the um, standard economic answer of if, well, if imports are a problem, right, dependency on foreign oil is a problem, and we could have a completely different discussion about whether that is true or not. If imports are a problem, if anything is a problem in economics, the economic answer is to tax it to change the price, right? To raise the price of something so that people consume less of it. The one thing that members of Congress seem loath to do is to increase explicitly the price of gasoline. I'll tell the following anecdote. Um, The chairman of the Ways and Means Committee in the 1970s was a congressman named Wayne Ullman from Oregon. Oregon is a progressive state. So he proposed, he explicitly proposed a 50 cent at the time, at the time, this is 40 years ago, a 50 cent federal gasoline tax to reduce gasoline consumption at, at, to wean America from dependence on foreign oil and foreign gasoline. Wayne Ullman lost his primary in Oregon. He was chairman of the Ways and Means Committee. He lost his primary in the Democratic primary in a progressive state. Everyone in Congress learned an important lesson, which is you, no matter how left you are and no matter how left you think your district is, you do not propose to increase the price of gasoline to the American consumer, no matter what the purpose, no matter how wonderful the purpose of that price increase is. Uh, And so... The, as with many things in economics, which is to change prices to deal with externalities, Congress instead likes regulation because the costs of regulation, whatever they are, don't appear to be as explicit as a, a, a tax, on, uh, particularly at the gasoline pump. So CAFE standards, um, in effect, in 19, come out of this um, congressional lesson and are um, they regulate the corporate average fuel economy, hence the acronym CAFE, of a sales mixture of cars that, that automakers produce. And, and consumers, uh, as, as you note, it's not explicit in a way because consumers don't see it. They see the result of it in terms of the cars and the resultant price of the cars, but they're not exposed directly to the expense. And what they see is, the, the as you said, they see the result, which is that, that EPA-approved sticker on the side of a car, a new car, that says it gets blah miles per gallon and in city and then so much in highway and then so much combined. And they see that as a benefit. The how many hundreds or thousands of dollars the car price has increased because of uh, 
the engineering modifications required to create that result is unknown to the consumer. It's, an, it's, it's not a natural trade-off because no individual decided to make that trade-off. It was imposed upon them, but there are benefits. Maybe, yes, there, there are benefits. Although initially, um, the way manufacturers uh, increased mileage early on in the 70s and 80s was to decrease weight. And then there was, as, as you know, and we've talked about it, a whole literature on the increased fatality rate that, that uh, resulted because, in effect, cars were uh, less protective of passengers, uh, and, and particularly small cars that were very fuel efficient, um, had higher fatality rates. And the law and economics literature talked about that, although that, that has receded um, and, and is probably much less true than it, than it was back then. All right. So what, do, what are we learning now about how CAFE standards, which let's view it as a tax, uh, how that tax is distributed? Well, the um, <clears throat> a rationale or, or um, we, so economists have shown clearly that regulatory standards, including CAFE standards, are inefficient. That, it, that is, relative to a revenue neutral tax to create the same reduction in gasoline use, CAFE standards are expensive on the order of three to ten times as expensive. So three to ten times more resources are spent to get cars to consume less gasoline than would occur if a, a, a gasoline tax were explicit. You wouldn't have to raise the price of gasoline and, and expend as much money as we do to make the cars more efficient. Again, because um, the, raising the price of gasoline because it's explicit really changes driver's behavior and gets driver's attention, which is what they don't like. Doing it in an indirect way costs a lot more to get, this, in effect, the same uh, a, a result. So we know that. What this paper I want to talk about today deals with is many progressives believe that regulatory standards are more progressive or less regressive than an equivalent tax. So the, 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 paper, the, the, the question that this paper tackles is, well, is it really true that CAFE standards are less regressive than a gasoline tax to achieve the same reduction in gasoline use? All right. So what, what, was, the, what was the design of the uh, research? Well, there is something called the National Household Transportation Survey, and it's 150,000 households in the U.S. are interviewed. So we know their income and we know their gasoline use. And so uh, let me – I can give you the, the results, uh, which is – the uh, poorest 5% of households, so that's less than $10,000 of income a year, the poorest 5% of households use 247 gallons of gasoline a year. The richest 20% of households have an income of over $100,000 per year. They use 991 gallons a year. So the richest households have 10 times the income of the poor in this survey, and yet they only use four times as, as much gasoline. So income goes up 10 times, gasoline only goes up four times. So in that sense, a gasoline tax per gallon of gasoline would be regressive. Which makes sense for a lot of reasons because I, you know, a rich person isn't going to eat uh, 10 times the food that uh, a poor person is. They're not going to consume 
uh, 10 times the housing necessarily. They might in terms of expense, but there's, there are certain limitations on our ability to consume stuff that are just natural. Correct. And in even the richest households don't spend all that extra income they have on more gasoline. They, they do not, um, according to this survey. Now, in the paper, the author, uh, by the way, the, the author is Arik Levinson, who's an economist at Georgetown. And in the paper, he shows that cafe standards are the equivalent not of a tax on gasoline, but a tax on vehicle gallons per mile. Right? So a cafe standard is, in effect, like a tax on how many gallons per mile you use. And he shows that he does a demonstration where he has a 29 cent a gallon gasoline tax, and he shows that that's equivalent to a 39 cent tax on, gas, on, on gasoline gallons used per mile. And then he said, well, let's see how, um, how much the gasoline use per mile rises in rich households relative to poor households. And he finds that gasoline use driven by the richest households per mile is only three times larger than that of the poorest households. So if you remember the earlier result, a tax on gasoline would raise four times as much revenue if the tax were explicit. The tax on the cafe, by cafe standards, in effect, um, because richer households use only three times as much, not four times as much, the, the cafe standard is actually more regressive than an explicit tax on gasoline. So what is the implication there? That, that ca cafe standards are... They're neither efficient, right? They're inefficient and they're regressive relative to the policy instrument that economists recommend. And so, ironically, public perceptions against a gasoline tax mainly aid more affluent households, uh, which if we asked the alleged Trump supporters, right, the, the sort of ordinary working class households in the United States, if we asked them whether they prefer a gasoline tax or a standards on energy use by cars, which would they prefer? It'd be interesting to know what they would say. They, my guess is they would probably say they prefer cafe standards and, and detest a gasoline tax. Ironically, that, that would actually hurt their own interests uh, from, from a strictly economic point of view. Peter Van Doren is editor of Regulation Magazine. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast at iTunes and Google Play, and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.